Merry Christmas, everybody, and welcome to Wrong Term Memories. Very short bonus episode on Christmas Day for both patrons and the plebs in the the public feed as well. Colin, how are you, mate? Having yeah. a great day. <laughs> yeah, Merry Christmas. Um, I've never podcasted on Christmas morning before, but I thought, listen, these guys pay their money all year. They gave us a little break in December. It only felt right to put down the gifts, put down the mince pies, and have a quick five, ten minutes talking to you on Christmas morning get it out straight away. So, yeah, looking forward to Doctor Who this afternoon, Jack. Um, looking forward to the turkey dinner, looking forward to a bit of ham. Um, it's do, you been... like, do you like turkey? I, I, I like the I like the idea of turkey. I, I wouldn't like to have a Christmas dinner without turkey, it. Right. I, we always do a ham as well, and I would say I probably have four times the ham that I do turkey. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a massive fan of turkey, but anyway, yeah. I hope everybody's having or ha- has had a great day. I don't imagine anybody's downloaded this before they've had Christmas, you know? Like, better, li- better listen to that before before Christmas comes. If you but, listen to this on Christmas Day, put it in the comments, please, on Patreon. Let us know. Yeah, I, I, I kind of hope that people didn't. But I imagine you, you've got, you maybe get five minutes downtime. But um, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Uh, it's all fun. It's all go. Uh, the song Jingle Bells. Is the first song ever played in outer space, mate? Ever? Really? Yep. Wow. Okay. Um. I wonder why they picked that one. Don't know. The 1965, um, NASA's Gemini 6A space flight got right into the Christmas spirit and decided to play a little bit of that while they were floating about in space. So that's um, quite good. A lot. Of, a lot of folk Jack say the Canadians are the best people going. They like America only nicer. And one of the nice things you can do in Canada is you can send a letter to Santa. And all you have to do if you're a kid in Canada is write a letter, put on an envelope, Santa Claus, North Pole, ho, 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 as in H0, H0, H0. Then stick Canada in the end and it'll go straight to Santa for them. They'll get a letter back. See, I kind of thought if you sent a letter to Santa, even in Britain, it would go somewhere. Maybe not. Maybe not. We're Ukrainians are weird, but they're they're the opposite. Canadians they like them think that spiders are bringing good luck on Christmas Day. But um, little bit of like over like there's overindulgence at Christmas. You eat too much. You spend too much. Um, you've got a place in Spain that's got a fifteen million dollar Christmas tree, for example, which is far too much, in my opinion. Yeah. Spending on a fucking Christmas tree. Um, it's not the only one, but I think if we go further down, the one at the Rockefeller, which is a famous one, it's got three million Swarovski. Swarovski. And I got there eventually. Crystals stuck to it again. Um, I think that started as a the workers that were working on the Rockefeller building put up a Christmas tree at Christmas because they didn't get much time off, and it sort of took off from there, like hundred mm-hmm. years ago, whatever, whenever it was getting built. So. Yeah, the only thing that amazes me about that is that 15 million uh, tree in Spain. As soon as you started talking about it there, I was just waiting for that word fucking Dubai to come out. It sounded like such a Dubai thing that it would be in Dubai. But maybe they don't don't particularly like Christmas, I don't think, over there. But just extravagant nastiness with it just screams Dubai to me. But um, who knows? Um, Thomas Edison, Jack, um, really famous for inventing the light bulb. Correct. 
He also invented Christmas lights, though, with his pal Edward Johnson uh, in 1880. Um, in the laboratory in New Jersey, and they made some Christmas lights just to make their workspace a little bit nicer. And look where it's happened now. There's not a there's not a council estate in the world that hasn't benefited benefited from that. No, there isn't. And like, see, when you think about the first ever Christmas card going on auction, how much do you think it would sell for? Like, um, five thousand six hundred and twenty-two pounds. That's pretty close. Actually, it's like six and a half thousand dollars. I'd have thought it was much more than that. I'd have thought yeah. the very first Christmas card would have sold for like a million dollars for some yeah, reason. Yeah, he's a bit more than that, wouldn't you? Six six thousand eight hundred forty six dollars. It's a bit shit, isn't it? It's not it's not the best Christmas card, is it? Oh, it's crap. But like, like when you think about like the handwritten lyrics for a Beatles song or something yeah. getting sold for however much, the very very first Christmas card ever. I'd I'd have thought it went for much more than that. Um, that says we're just battering through these daft facts. The this largest. next one, uh, yeah, this, this sounds like a Mr. Beast video, doesn't it? The largest um, gingerbread yeah, house ever made was as big as an actual house. Yeah, do you see the ingredients it took to make it? No, I've not read them. 1,800 pounds of butter, 7,200 eggs, 3,000 pounds of sugar, 7,000 pounds of flour, and over 22,000 pieces of candy. You get cunts more about food wastage nowadays if you've done that. Oh, don't waste the eggs. There's here. There's fucking five hundred billion eggs a year. Give peace, you fucking tone faced <laughs> bastards. Um, <laughs> Home Alone, my favourite Christmas film, is quite rightly the highest grossing Christmas movie of all time. What's your favourite Christmas film? Have we spoke about this? Probably. I forgot. We've done it on other pods. I've not done it on Wrong Term Memory. Um, my favourite Christmas film is old school ones. It's probably the Santa Claus. Um, recent ones I like. Um, I like Last Christmas, the George Michael uh, musical one from a couple of years ago with um, the Khaleesi from Game of Thrones in it. Right, okay. Walt Disney World, all fancy and flashy at Christmas. Eight and a half million lights decorate that place. Supposedly, six hundred and thirty different types of Christmas. Three Colin. I thought there was. Maybe, like I was going to say one, but that's maybe being a little bit naive. Like a handful of trees that look like Christmas trees, not fucking six hundred thirty. Yeah, that's. It seems a lot of. I bet there's a lot of them that are very, very, very similar. Um, probably, things like just like Christmas trees. It's probably is the only difference between them. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems mad, but in America, each year they grow seventy-seven million of them. For a for a world that's crying out, Jack, about the lack of trees in the world. To grow seventy-seven million every year and cut them down every year, <laughs> it's madness. But I think, it, I think it takes something like fourteen years for a Christmas tree to become like Christmas tree size. It's mad, isn't it? So I've just bought a real tree that for the first time in my life I've got a real tree. Right. And I went. I got it from Little Jack for twenty-one pounds. Right. Okay. Now, if it takes, did you say it takes fourteen years to me to build it to, to grow it? I think so. Aye, the return of investment for building for for growth, for planting something fourteen years ago, looking after it for all that time, nourishing it, then cutting it down, transporting it, selling it to Lidl. It must be pennies they're making per tree if they're able to sell it to me for twenty one quid. 
if they're making pennies per tree and they sell 100 million trees, they still like tens of millions of dollars they're making. I suppose, you know? yeah. I suppose that just the ROI just seems low, but I suppose, yeah, when you're talking about 77 million trees a year, then it does add up, I guess. Well, the ROI, you're talking about return on investment. Like, I, I think I read this years ago, like, how much do you think McDonald's make on a, like a, like a plain cheeseburger? I don't think they make very much on them. With them, it's all about the volume as well, isn't it? Well, well that's it. So I think they make about a penny or a cent or two yeah. on a burger. But if you're selling that many of them, like, fair enough, Christmas trees are seasonal. But I imagine the business that are selling Christmas trees have fingers in other pies, like wooden, chipping, <laughs> paper making, stuff like that. You know, I yeah. don't imagine that's their whole bag. They just work one month every year. <laughs> Aye, that's it. And they make, they make their $10 million and then just try to... Sort of sit back. Um, Lego. Right? I, I've never got Lego for Christmas. I've never had one real Lego set. And I won it in a magazine. It's the only prize I've ever won. And it was like a... A new sort of magazine that came out in the, I don't know, early 90s. I was about seven or eight. Entered the competition and won a pirate Lego set. Absolutely loved it. I had the pirate but, one. Yeah, yeah. So you're talking nearly 30 years ago? Yeah, probably. But yeah. Around about that. Um, the Lego sell around 28 sets every second during the Christmas season. And yeah. you know how fucking expensive Lego... Well, I don't buy Lego nowadays, but from what I've heard, it's fucking extortionate nowadays. Yeah, it is expensive. I buy myself one Lego set a year, and I buy it at Christmas, and I build it over the Christmas holidays. Yeah. Um, last did, year, it's a shoe. Um, did you ever get into the... Did you ever sort of grow up in inverted commas when you were younger and get into Meccano nah I always thought it was shite mate it was, it was oh, too much in school I enjoyed it mate you used to build like fucking cars with suspension and all that and like I had some of them and... but it didn't do anything for me I, I quite enjoyed it I quite enjoyed it uh, Silent Night is over 200 years old who cares this one <laughs> <laughs> is mad Maria Carey who we all love only took 15 minutes to write All I Want for Christmas is You. Amazing. And look how much money it's made her. It's basically paid for her face a couple of times, I think. Mm. It's mm. a total burn, but the whole song, is it not? Because it's like, I don't want all the good things. All I want is you. <laughs> you be shit, cunt. <laughs> like, I suppose there's different ways of looking at it. Yeah, yeah I hadn't thought about that before, but I might do it now next time I hear it on the radio now. I don't uh, want all the good stuff. You're, I'll just take you. You're, 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 it's like uh, settling. Like, I'll settle with you. It's not just my Carey, it's quite quick. Uh, Charles Dickens isn't the slowest either. He right. wrote A Christmas Carol in just six weeks. So that's kind of one of the most iconic, loved books of all time. He, he put it together. Oh, yeah. in- anyway, it's good for him. Um, this next one's American, so we'll avoid it. And that'll do us for today, how about that? <laughs> it sounds like a plan, mate. Yeah, Doctor Who's about to start and I want to watch it. So it's good, sounds good to me. Yeah, we'll speak to you next week on New Year's Day with some shitty facts about it, I suppose. So, <laughs> have a great day, guys. Well, that's, that's Jack, our chief advertiser. <laughs> there, guys. Thank that's you. It. Have a good day. Bye. Right, bye.